All right, welcome to another episode of NFL Outdated Cover 2 Series. This episode, we're talking about the Cincinnati Bengals, and we're going to do draft review and 2023 uh, season preview. And I am joined by Josh Reeser from Sports Ethos Cincinnati. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. How are you? Doing well. Any day is a good day uh, to talk about football, um, especially when you're talking about you know teams that are right up at the top, uh, you know, expected to contend for Super Bowls, uh, like the Bengals. Love talking about Bengals. Um, you have to be pretty excited as as uh, someone who covers the Bengals and, and a Bengals fan um, right now, right? Oh yeah. I mean, growing growing up, I you know I've been a Bengals fan since I was little, and it was a little rough. And, uh, you know, I wasn't always treated the best, but now, you know, it, it's it's finally paid off. So, however, I don't get why they keep ranking the Bills ahead of us. It drives me crazy. Yeah, it, it's, you know, the Bills have that promise. You know, they've got Josh Allen. Um, but, you know, when you look at quarterbacks, I mean, it's hard not to go with, uh, you know, Joe Cool. You know, it's hard not to go with him over uh, uh, Josh Allen, in my opinion. And, you know, kind of getting into that, you know, obviously he's you know, one of the faces of the franchise. What makes him so good and what will he need to do to take the next step um, in 2023? He just always seems to know where the ball needs to go. And just the way he can dissect the defense and uh, staying calm under pressure. Like he's so, he's so slippery. People say he's unathletic, but I think, you know, you watch him dance in the pocket and do his little spinny moves. He's fun to watch like that. Um, so get the ball out fast. I think that's what they're going to really work on. Uh, probably run less. Something mm. that, well, what they would always do, like first half of the season, although Joe was coming off that apodectomy, they would always run first and second down, no matter even what, if it was second and long, they ran the ball. And it was just, they were just trying to plod mix and, and it would never work. But now that they're going to move to this more pass-first offense, I think that uh, just put the ball in Joey's hands. So that's kind of what you're hearing. They definitely want to, uh, you know, pick the ball. I mean, obviously they've got the quarterback and they've got the receivers to do it, but that's really going to be the focus this year. Cincinnati really kind of uh, go more on the the pass this year. I believe so. Yes, especially since you know I think losing P Ryan is something that isn't talked about as much as it should be. So I think they're not going to rely on Mixon as much. Well, let, let's get uh, get to that. You know, uh, so Mixon has been um, a solid running back, although he's been injured. And, and when you kind of look at, um, you know, him and, and then the addition of Chase Brown, um, I, I actually, uh, I love Chase Brown. I'm an Iowa fan, you know, kind of, you know, watching him uh, versus my team when he was at Illinois. And I actually ended up picking uh, Chase Brown up in my dynasty league and in, in, and uh, in the rookie draft. And, and I like what he has kind of to offer. What do you see kind of, uh, you know, Joe Mixon's role, uh, you know, this year uh, and, and then, you know, maybe the future of Chase Brown as well. Hmm. So, yeah, I think Jace definitely take not necessarily a backseat this year. I think this training camp will be interesting because that running back two spot is wide open. And if he can just, the, the knock on Chase is he has a lot of fumble issues. Mm. Um, so definitely want ball security top of the list. But I think with Mixon's kind of lack of passing or pass blocking, excuse me, Chase could end up earning a good spot this year just for those kinds of plays. Uh, I, I do think Mixon probably outsnaps him a lot, though. Um, and then it- gro- going on, 
I mean, I, I thought Mixon was going to be cut this year. We were going to save $10 million and make him a post-June 1st designation. Uh, that that contract. Do you, do you think it's still a possibility they might do that? or Not not because no because they haven't added really anything else besides chase brown if they would have gone out and added zeke mm. like those rumors were going on about maybe i could see him have see it happening but and you know because i guess zeke's still out there so it's all good yeah it, it's you know i guess you look at yeah i mean if, if they would sign zeke to a more team-friendly deal um, but he's been injured and, and, and just kind of on the downslide too. It's almost better to go with Mixon, you know, kind of what you, you know, what you have. I mean, obviously, you know, a contract sounds like it's, you know, pretty big at this point. Yeah. And, and the fact, and the fact that Chase Brown is fifth round, I'm sorry, I was just looking that up fifth mm-hmm. round pick for, for Chase. And maybe if he had higher draft capital. Yeah. Well, you know, in, in, um, Looking at the Bengals' backfield, it, obviously I do fantasy. Um, I had uh, for a while, it, you know, tried to hang on to Chris Evans. I thought he might become a thing. I mean, um, yeah. what what has kind of happened with him? And then it looks like they also have Travion Williams. Uh, what about some of those uh, other backs there that are kind of fighting for that number two uh, spot in the the running backs? They've actually talked Travion up a lot this off season. Um, I was I I had I held on to Chris Evans a long time too in my dynasty league. Uh, you know, he does get the ball in his hands. He's pretty effective, and they like they seem to draw up pass plays for him. They did in the, in the playoffs. I can't remember which game that was, but for him, it's just the the pass blocking and mm-hmm. not trusting him enough there. That uh, makes a difference, but, yeah. And Trevion's been hurt, but I you know he's a late round pick. I'm surprised he's kind of stuck around this whole time. But I think his calling is the pass blocking, so. Yeah, that's that's just going to be a fun thing to watch. Yeah, I mean, when you talk about the Bengals overall, it's a fun thing to watch. I mean, especially when you go to the the wide receivers. Um, you know, my son actually does have uh, well, he's got a Burrow jersey, but he also has uh, Jamar Chase jersey. And, and when you look at the Bengals uh, wide receiver core, um, obviously you start uh, with Chase, uh, but you also have Higgins and Boyd. Uh, talk about that group a little bit, and uh, you know, maybe obviously this year, maybe going forward, what you're um, you kind of seeing from them. Well, I would first, I would like to hear T's extension being completed because mm. I'm. Like it's like with Joe's, like what's taking so long, guys? Um, but no, I think regardless, they're they're I, well. Okay, let me rephrase that. Last year in the playoffs, I think their lack of depth really hurt them. When I mean, you have Trent Irwin having to step up and be your number three at times. Nothing against Trenton. I love that guy, and he had he didn't make some some clutch clutch catches, but you think you'd want someone maybe a little more athletic, a little more dynamic that can bring something. But that said, when, when Chase Higgins and Boyd are all healthy like that, I think that's clearly the, the top tandem in the league. Absolutely. As a bears fan, I was, you know, hoping that they bears would get one of uh, the Bengals wide receivers, you know, obviously it didn't happen, but you know, it looks like uh, kind of going back to the draft. I mean, they did seem to address uh, that position a little bit, you know, with uh, Charlie Jones out of Purdue. Actually, I'm a little bit familiar with him because he was at Iowa before he transferred to Purdue. Mm-hmm. So always, uh, you know, uh, a big play uh, guy there. Um, and then I, I don't know how to pronounce his last name is Andre uh, Yosevas or 
Yoshivas. Okay. And, and so they, they uh, seem to, in, in the mid to late rounds, uh, try to address the wide receiver position. Do they have, uh, you know, uh, places in, in this, uh, you know, Bengals wide receiver core in 2023 as well? I think Charlie will, will end up being the number four. Mm-hmm. And I think he's also going to be the kick returner and punt returner. Did that a lot uh, in Iowa. Yep. Yep. Yeah, he, I think it was special team, a Big Ten special teams player of the year, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, and on, and actually, you know, Tyler Boyd next season, he'll be a, a cut candidate as well because I think they can save over ten million as well. And I think Chuck Sizzle uh, ends up being their starting slot next year. Really? Okay. Um, yeah. Did you just call him Chuck Sizzle? Yeah, that's the nickname. <laughs> I love it. I didn't even know that. <laughs> Chuck Sizzle. I can, yeah, I, I love that. Well, yeah, I mean, you look at uh, the Bengals draft. I mean, wide receivers are, are, are you know, solid all around for the Bengals. Uh, you know, if you know, Chase has to be kind of, and it's between him and Jefferson, probably the best wide receiver in the NFL, right? I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. And, and always making plays. And, but when you look at um, this draft, um, you know, obviously, they, uh, you know, Went with DJ Turner in the second round, uh, Jordan Battle. It looks like they really uh, went uh, with the secondary heavily. Um, obviously, uh, you know, that's that, you know, they lost. Uh, well, they've got Dax Hill still. Um, and and uh, who did they let go? They let another. Uh, uh, they, lost, they lost Jesse and lost Bates and Von Bell. Yes. So uh, is that kind of they wanted to get younger then in the secondary? It was more so about money. Mm-hmm. Jesse Bates, he got paid, and they every when they got when he got franchise tag last season, you kind of knew the writing was on the wall. And then Vaughn, yeah, I think he, I don't think the Bengals wanted to pay him what Carolina did, and so it's they yeah they just kind of restocked them last year. They they drafted uh, what Dax Hill and Tyson mm-hmm. Anderson. So yeah, there and here I got there's a stat. Um, Four defensive backs in the first three rounds the past two years. Wow, yeah. I mean, I, I liked Jesse Bates, but um, I actually had him in uh, one of my, uh, you know, IDP fantasy football leagues. And, uh, you know, it was actually Chidobi Awuzi was was out uh, uh, performing him as far as, you know, points and everything. And I was like, okay, you know, Jesse Bates has a name. And, you know, sometimes you have uh, those players that have the name that are there. Uh, but you know, I don't know if it's, you know, offense is going away from them or, or whatever it is, but you know, Woozy was, you know, making plays. And I mean, so, I mean, obviously teams have to allocate, you know, money, obviously with the, the Bengals that, you know, Joe's going to get paid, you know, Joe and, uh, Chase are the big guys, right? Right. I mean, yeah. And then T you got to throw him in there mm-hmm. just in case, um, Logan Wilson, the, the middle linebacker. They re- they extended Jermaine Pratt this year, but they didn't re or extend uh, Logan, which I thought it would have been the opposite. But maybe they're saving that for next season. I don't know. Um, uh, but I was going to say, so yeah, with all those all the money coming on offense, I, it makes sense why they would start to stack up on defense, especially because I think yeah, Cheeto his contract expires after next season, so you know, get all these young cornerbacks, see if someone can step up like Cam Taylor Britt did last season. Uh, I think, you know, he has a good shot at being the one if they don't re-sign Cheeto. And Mike Hilton, 
Mm-hmm. He's, you know, he's getting a little older and he expires in 2025. But I think that's what DJ Ivy, the seventh, the seventh round pick for Miami, because he's kind of more so known about uh, blitzing and uh, tackling against the run. Mm-hmm. But that's only, I mean, he's a seventh round pick. Hopefully he can stick around. They, they have a lot of defensive backs or cornerbacks, I should say. Do you, would you say then um, with this defense, like is the strength kind of up, up front then uh, defensive line? I'd say so. Like DJ reader is the guy that does mm-hmm. not get talked about at all, but mm-hmm. he should be. And then Trey Hendrickson, he's been a nice, a, a very good signing for the Bengals. Uh, you know, Hubbard's there. He's very good against the run. And then, so I think with Miles Murphy coming in, you know, last year they had mm-hmm. drafted Joseph Asai, but he was hurt for most of the year. Uh, I think they are, kind of, it's almost kind of like a hockey line switch because Henderson, good against the pass rush. Hubbard's good against the run. So they kind of complement each other well. And then Osai is good against, the, is good pass rushing. And Murphy's more so a, a run guy. I was going to say, were you surprised then in the draft when they went with Miles Murphy, or was it just kind of the best available at that time? I think it was kind of, I think it was more best available. I'm not Mm -hmm. completely sure about that. I was a little shocked. I mean, I was one of the guys hammering the tight end button. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think with what, how it looks, I think I do like that they went Miles Murphy just because of what we said about the, the money. They're going to need that that young defense to, to kind of be a little cheaper. It, it's tough. I mean, obviously, you said you're were, you're were hammering the tight end button. Um, it, it's tight end is, is such an interesting position because it, it's so important. Obviously, you know, it has been with the Bengals, you know, uh, but you've had uh, several players kind of cycle in that, that have been solid there. Um, I've, you know, you look at. I, I think Joe Burrow can can operate, you know, as long as he's got you know, someone who can catch the ball. Um, and when you look at that tight end position, I mean, you have Irv Smith. Um, are you um, – so I, I do an NFC North podcast, and the Vikings guys are always saying, you know, good riddance to Irv Smith. I mean, are you um, – what are you expecting out of him uh, this year with the Bengals? The fact that they don't really prioritize – the position in the in the past game, I, I mean, I'd be happy if he puts up similar to what Hayden Hurst did last year. Mm-hmm. Like, we, I don't know if he'll be like the explosive person that Hayden was though, because Hayden was so clutch at getting those third downs, and he's he was not afraid. You know, he well, I call him uh, Hurdlin Hayden because he's always trying to jump over people. But Irv, I mean. It's probably be more so get the ball in his hands fast and maybe mm-hmm. on like a like a little like flat route or a, or a slant or something, a drag across the middle. Um, but I don't have super high expectations. It was what two year, two and a half million, one year. That's the thing though about the Bengals or tight end room; they're all on one year contracts. So it's like I, that's another reason why I wanted them to draft at least one, just so mm-hmm. I had a little bit of clarity. Like there was uh, Zach Kuntz. Uh, I can't remember what he was from maybe old dominion yeah yeah i i wanted him in like the fourth round but i think the jets kind of jets might have reached on him too but that jets just seem to like to stockpile tight ends i guess yeah i mean when you look at tight ends it, obviously it's important but i mean not as important as a quarterback not as important as some other pieces like if you have a solid quarterback uh, and, and you know a top end wide receiver uh 
you know, it, it's something that you don't necessarily need to pay a lot of money for. Uh, but I'm sure it'd be nice to have the long-term answer there. So maybe this is a prove it year for Irv Smith. If he does well, it could be a, a you know something long-term for, for them uh, in Cincinnati. I mean, he is young. So, so he does have that going for him. He's, I think he's only 24 still or 25. So yeah, he's yeah. But I don't know. I, I don't think, I don't know if they'd give him a big contract. I feel like maybe they like the tight ends of the next draft class better. I want that guy from Georgia, Bowers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sweet. So when you look at, uh, you play fantasy football, right? Oh, yeah. Big, big in the dynasty. So when you look at uh, targeting Bengals players, you know, obviously you've got, you know, Burrow and Chase. Um, what are some uh, under the radar Bengals players that you would target? Obviously, maybe in redraft and then in dynasty. Hmm. Uh, well, I do like, I love Charlie Jones in dynasty. I've, I'm trying to get him in all my leagues. Okay. Uh, just because what if T, what if T does leave and then what if Boyd leaves? Like, he'll have to get snapped somehow. I do like that because uh, when you think about it, um, it is important to um, to pick players that are attached to you know quarterbacks that are going to throw, and you know Joe Burrow is going to throw. You know they're going to you know rely on on him, and um, also you know the defenses are gonna, you know going to be trying to key on Jamar Chase. So that other spot there, yeah, I like that. Uh, what what pick did you get Chase Brown at in your rookie draft? Was it like two three or two four or something? I actually got him. Let me take a look. I believe it was in the uh, third or fourth round. Let, let me take a look here. Well, oh, wow. um, yeah, I I know um, I ended up getting him. I traded back uh, a few things, uh, places uh, for the uh, pick, and I, I got him a couple spots before um, one of my, uh, uh, you know, fellow league mates wanted. He said he got a little bit mad on that. So I'm going to try to find that for you, but um, sure, yeah. let's go ahead and talk about, um, you know, some of the storylines uh, you said uh, running backs uh, within the, uh, you know, there with the Bengals. Is that what you're watching? What are, what are some other uh, storylines that you're watching uh, for the training camp this year? So, yeah, definitely running back two. Uh, I want to see how the, the receiver depth chart pulls out as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, Cause I mean, Honestly, they could just give Trent and Irwin reps over Charlie, you know, the whole veteran method. Right. Especially if Charlie's going to be punt punt returning and kick returning. Um, let's see. The cornerback depth chart. I'm interested to see who is cornerback number four. Right. Uh, right now, I've got DJ Turner slotted in there, but they went out and they signed Sidney Jones this offseason from Seattle. So there's another body. They drafted mm-hmm. DJ Ivy in the seventh round. And then uh, Jalen Davis is like a core special teams player for them. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm the, oh, that and so like Trey Flowers, we're losing him. He was, mm-hmm. he, I'm not saying he was key for the defense, but when he would come in, he would always cover the big tight ends. So I'm curious if that's what they brought Jordan Battle in to do. Because the safety depth chart is pretty interesting as well. Because they went out and signed Nick Scott from St. Louis or St. Louis, Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah, I always think that too. Yeah. Um, and they got Dax Hill, 
who I think is more so going to play the Von Bell spot, and they're going to let Nick Scott roam center field like Jesse was doing. But then, I mean, Jordan Battle can probably back up both of those spots, but I'm, I wonder if he's going to come in and uh, guard the tight end when they have a, an, like an athletic guy they got to cover like Kelsey. Are, are you worried then, um, obviously with this young secondary and trying to figure things out, you know, with, are you worried just within the division and within the AFC with who they have to face? I mean, uh, Joe's going to have to put up some big points, you know, big, big numbers this year. I mean, are, are you worried at all because of that? Um, not necessarily. Pitts like Pittsburgh doesn't scare me at all that often that mm-hmm. they brought back Canada and they like made no additions really. And, like, I, like- th- I think I, I tweeted out um, when he was first hired uh, two or three years ago. I think um, that it, I thought it was ironic that the, uh, uh, and it, basically that the uh, Steelers had hired um, Canada, the, uh, one of the least often uh, offensive uh, countries. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, like but yeah, uh, yeah. When you look at Pittsburgh, um, yeah, I'm sure that, yeah, they don't uh, bother you. I mean, with, within the division, um, what team worries you the most and, and then who's the biggest rival? Hmm. Well, biggest rival is probably still Pittsburgh. Really? Okay. I, well, I mean, I guess we have kind of, di- honestly, like I hate Cleveland now because mm-hmm. they have owned us almost every game. Like that, Joey's played. Honestly, they they might have won every game. We might have gotten one, but it seems like every time we we come out against Cleveland, if you just come out flat, like that Halloween game last year was mm-hmm. so bad. Uh, so I'd like to see them. I don't know, and I trust Luana Rumo more than anything now. Like that guy's proven that he's one of the best D coordinators. Mm-hmm. We're probably gonna if he does another successful season, we're probably gonna lose him next year. Mm-hmm. Um, but the team that scares me the most, I mean, Baltimore is going to be interesting because they got that new offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. so they're going to be less running. But I think with like the Bengals added a lot of speed and athleticism this year to their defense, which mm-hmm. they've been lacking for a long time. So I think it's gonna it's gonna be a whole whole different defense. So I. I think they'll match up well with, especially with Cleveland too, because they'll probably want to run a more spread. I think they're trying to pass it more this year since Deshaun's finally fully integrated. Mm-hmm. That's I, I, I do. Um, I think Cleveland's going to be better. Um, it'll be interesting to see kind of you know how how they you know uh, you know do throughout the whole season. I, I think the Bears play them. I uh, I do think Cleveland beats them there. It, so it'll be interesting that way. But you, you talk about Baltimore and, you know, obviously Lamar Jackson, that was a huge story, him coming back. And, um, you know, really, I mean, they added Odell Beckham. We'll see what he is still. I don't know. Uh, yeah. They added Zay Flowers. Uh, like, I don't he, that guy gets taught, has gotten talked up a lot. And, and I, I, people are, are always bagging on the, the short, small receivers, but then like, that seems people just kind of look the other way when it comes to say, 
Yeah, I, I, I wasn't a, a fan of him, you know, coming out of the dynasty rookie draft. I kind of stayed away from him. You know, obviously you kind of look in and, you know, we talked about tight ends earlier. I mean, there are some teams that rely heavily on the tight end. I mean, with the Chiefs, obviously you have Kelsey, but with the Ravens, you have Mark Andrews. You know, he is going to be one of the, the number one targets. And you, you look at uh, Zay Flowers. I mean, we'll see, um, you know, obviously they're saying, you know, the Ravens got, you know, uh, uh, Lamar a lot more weapons and yes they did um, but we'll see if they're mismatched you know Rashad Bateman we still don't know what he is um, I you know it's hard not to pick the Bengals in the division um, and yeah obviously we don't know what the Steelers are but yeah I, I like the the Bengals um, actually they were my uh, Super Bowl pick um, again you know this year so uh, when you look at uh, the you know getting the team back to the Super Bowl. I mean, what do you think um what do you think that this team, you know, really needs to shore up to to actually get back to the Super Bowl? Cuz I mean, it seems like they've got a lot of you said, uh, you know, defensively a lot more speed and and I mean, it's just somehow trying to contain um, you know, that uh, quarterback in in Kansas City, right? Well, no, last year it was containing freaking Marquez Valdez Scantling. Okay. He goes off yes. on that six one one six. He goes six catches, one hundred sixteen yards. I'll never forget that stat. And like, and so that's why I'm I'm glad they they got faster and more athletic on the defense because they did get beat a lot downfield last off or last season. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, well that and so you say how to get back there? Like going into the playoffs, they were down three out of five offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I'm not using that as an excuse, but if we got all of our boys in there, I guarantee they put up more than 21 points against the Chiefs. Well, and, and you know, bringing in Orlando Brown Jr., that's obviously going to add an extra kind of edge to that rivalry as well. I mean, he's solid. Are you pretty excited for for him on the line? Oh man, I, yeah, I. So I, I bartend, and I had just gotten off work, and I was sitting at the bar eating whatever. And I, like I saw on the far TV, I had NFL Network, and it was like, breaking news, Cincinnati. And I was like, oh, nice. They, I, hopefully they cut Joe Mixon. And then I, I look on my phone, I'm like, holy cow, we got Orlando? And yeah, that was that was huge. I hadn't, I hadn't, That was not on my radar at all. I, I did a, an episode covering the offensive line, and I think that was like a, like a pipe dream for me. And then next thing I know, and it wasn't even that bad of a deal. Like, they got a good, a good deal with him. Yeah, I was surprised the Bears didn't sign him. Um, I, I just don't know, you know, if the Bears are at that point. Bengals obviously are at that point where they they are going to be competing for Super Bowls. The Bears are, you know, starting to get there. We look at a, a player like Orlando Brown. Um, he's kind of, uh, you know, uh, obviously a solid player, you know, in uh, hopefully for the Bengals, he's kind of that that piece that, uh, that can really kind of uh, protect for Joe and stay healthy. I mean, th- I think that's important too. Yeah. Another training camp bat- or training camp storyline I should have said was uh, what's going on with Jonah Williams because mm-hmm. is he going to man up and play right tackle for us or is he going to put on a Broadway show and be a diva? Is that kind of what he's so he's no uh, I know I'm just trying to be funny but like he he needs to get out there and start getting some reps. So people, yeah, people want Jackson Jackson Carmen playing right tackle and I just I don't know I, I'm kind of over that guy. What about Lael Collins? Is he? Uh, in, he's in the mix too. Yeah, he's getting over that knee knee injury. Uh, there's been talks of maybe him playing left guard. Mm, oh, although okay. Cordell Volson played decently there for a rookie, though. Um, but 
yeah, I mean, if fully healthy, I want to mind sticking to him at right tackle, I guess. But, like, if that's the case, then Joe's got to go, or Jonah's got to go. So, uh, Jonah, is he just kind of staying out of camp and everything? I think so. I haven't really looked too much into it. Um, yeah, I just haven't heard much about him. Yeah, yeah. When you, when you look at it, uh, this is an interesting time of year. I mean, they say it's voluntary, but I think obviously coaches want their players there and you know, fans want to see that, you know, that the uh, players are bought in that are there too. And, and obviously, you know, starting to kind of gel together and, and, you know, get ready for the season. And when you look at uh, this season, um, is it kind of Super Bowl or bust then for um, this season? Um, maybe not. I mean, as long as, as long as Joe Burrow is there, I think, it's always going to be an opportunity, especially if they keep him and chase together for the long haul. Like I don't necessarily think it's super bowl or bust, but I think the expectations are like, yeah, they should, they should get one. It's gotta be soon. I mean, I think they'll get one at least in the next two or three years. And I would love it to be this one. Um, and probably with that aging defense, maybe it, it is a little more bust than, than that. I was trying to Do look at all these. I was say, yeah, I mean, on your schedule, um, you know, just kind of looking at the schedule, I mean, you know. It's, it's tough. It is. I mean, San Francisco uh, at at San Francisco is going to be – that's going to be a tough one. That's after the bye, so that should be all right. Seattle, um, obviously I think Arizona's tanking. Um, <laughs> but what about the uh, Vikings? Are you worried about the Vikings at all? No. Uh, Kirk Cousins is I'm not a Kirk Cousins guy. I think and, they'll they'll have fun with him. Yeah, I mean the, the biggest thing I think defensively um you know con- containing Jeff, Justin Jefferson but you know the um the Minnesota defense I think is is um they they lost a lot and and I think it might be a transition year uh, for them. Um that'll be interesting but that uh, New Year's Eve game at Kansas City is um, that's going to be an interesting one. They always got to put it late in the season too. I can't stand it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, then yeah, yeah. I'm excited for that one. I I'm excited, and nervous. I just there's always going to be crazy stipulations with that game. Like that's probably going to be for the number one seed or something like that. It very well could be. Absolutely. And, and yeah, I mean, when you look at then the Cleveland uh, to end, um, that is going to be such an interesting game as well. I, uh, do you go to a lot of games? Actually, I've never been to one. Yeah, okay. I've I've actually never lived in Cincinnati. I've I've always I've carried on my fandom through my father. Cause okay, because he, he was from there. Um, but yeah, no, I would love to go. I've heard, yeah. So. Um, and I, I've watched some different videos, and, and I've heard it's uh, kind of interesting place to go to for a visiting fan. Obviously, this is from um, a Cleveland uh, Browns fan. <laughs> he said it wasn't uh, all that uh, uh, family friendly, but I mean, when you talk about uh, football games, uh, it's you know, fans are going to be, uh, especially in a rivalry like that. I mean, that's going to be huge. I mean, I a Bears fan. I went to my first Bears games uh, at Soldier Field this year, and uh, possibly going to go to the the Packer game, and I. Don't imagine that being a very family-friendly atmosphere either. So, <laughs> um, are you excited about the new stadium? 
we'll see where it's where it's going to be at. Yes, I, I'm excited that they're going to do something. Um, it's obviously come out now that uh, with property taxes and things like that, it may change uh, location. I, I think that might just be a bluff. Um, we'll see on that. But um, I am excited that there's going to be a new stadium. I, I don't live in Chicago. I'm not married to um, the old Soldier Field. I mean, it's just, you know, it's fun going to, but it's just, it's an outdated stadium. Um, it, it's, I heard it's hard to get to. It is. I mean, yeah. I mean, you, the parking, you have to walk a decent, you know, um, ways away they, from it. Yeah. They do host a lot of uh, rugby events. I'm a, I'm a rugby player and they're mm-hmm. always hosting big, uh, like New Zealand and Ireland matchups, the USA. Yeah, it's it's a lot of history kind of right around it. It's interesting, but you know, if you add a, a, a you know state of the art new stadium, uh, and you can add more revenue into the uh, you know into the uh, franchise, I'm all for that. And I think that's what you need um, in some of these you know NFL teams going forward. You just you just need that. And, and so I'm looking forward to you know what what it'll be. Uh, and obviously, I'm I'm looking forward to what the the Bears will be as well. Uh, but it, this time of year with the NFL, uh, I, I feel like um, we're all uh, um, uh, just, you know, positive. And, and I think there's, there's a lot to look forward to. Uh, I appreciate you coming on. Um, where, where can everyone find you again? Uh, Twitter at R-I-E-S-S-E-R-1-4 or at Ethos Bengals, E-T-H-O-S Bengals. And you said when the season gets started, then you start to do more articles, things like that. Yeah, more more podcast episodes. Right now, I'm doing one every two weeks about, but during the season, I'll be pumping out a lot more content. Looking forward to that. Definitely uh, like, subscribe, all that, and uh, we'll we'll share all your articles uh, when they come out. Um, thanks again for coming on, Josh, and uh, look forward to uh, connecting in the season. Hey, thank you for having me, man. I had a great time. Once again, this has been an NFL updated coverage series on the Cincinnati Bengals uh, 2023 season. Thanks again.